Well, right around this time yesterday, we were all waiting word on whether Canada would get a seat on the U.N. Security Council. And as you've undoubtedly heard, Canada denied. Those two seats went to Ireland and uh, also to uh, Norway, sorry. And uh, what went wrong? What happened? Let's ask us Stephen Lewis, who's a former Canadian ambassador to the U.N., and he joins me now on the line here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Mr. Lewis, good afternoon. Really appreciate Hi. you coming on. Hi, Jeff. It's a pleasure. Okay, you know the UN well. Uh, what do you think went wrong for Canada here? Uh, I think probably what went, went wrong is that Canada <clears throat> didn't realize fully that our policies, uh, which aren't very impressive in foreign policy terms, were well understood by most countries in the world, and they weren't prepared to support uh, a country whose approach to foreign policy is kind of amorphous and ill-defined and unfocused and without real principle. Uh, it, it's interesting because Global Affairs Canada, our foreign policy arm, apparently forgot that all of the countries whose support we were soliciting have embassies in Ottawa. And they report back to their capitals about the nature of Canadian activity in the foreign policy area. So, for example, uh, on questions of peacekeeping, the world will know that we've dropped peacekeeping effectively. In terms of foreign aid, the world will know that our contributions are lamentably no, low. In terms of climate change, they'll know that we bought a pipeline and that we're not as credible as we used to be. There are many areas of public policy where what is seen of us is uncomplimentary. And that, I think, is what ultimately doomed the vote. Well, we, of course, Canada, historically, we've been known as peacekeepers, that we have a role in peacekeeping, and that we've been very proud of that, of course, uh, of that moniker as a country. But I guess you're suggesting Canadians, Canada, we need to do more. We need to be more proactive on the world stage. Yes, Jeff. As a matter of fact, when I was at the UN, which was in the 1980s, which feels like a thousand years ago, um, <laughs> I spent a lot of time during my tenure going back and forth from the Secretary General's office at least once a month, talking about the peacekeeping contribution Canada was making and asking the UN exactly what it was you want us to do. We had several hundred peacekeepers in the field. Now we have probably half a dozen here and there. I mean, it's an astonishing decline. We put 250 peacekeepers into Mali, but they stayed for only six months and they left earlier than the UN wanted us to leave. So our record is really unfortunate, particularly when you consider that Lester Pearson and Canada were the original architects of peacekeeping. And when you juxtapose that to Ireland, Ireland still has over 500 peacekeepers in the field and they have never stopped peacekeeping from the moment it was implemented. All right, so tangibly then, what do you think Canada's next move should be? What should we do uh, on the world stage when it comes to foreign policy? Well, I, I like the commitment to multilateralism. I mean, it is important to keep the UN going and its various funds and programs and adjuncts going. I, I think what is needed desperately in the world at the moment is a voice of principle that talks about the, the recovery from the coronavirus, uh, both in public health terms and in economic 
economic terms and give some real leadership. Our, our mistake, I think, I, I don't want to be overly critical, Jeff, but I, I think our mistake has been that we talk in generalities, that we say more resources are desperately urgent, but we don't offer any resources, that we say that the Security Council has to be reformed, but we don't indicate the contents of that reform. Uh, what, what will give us credibility in the world, I think, is to talk very concretely and make specific policy recommendations. For example, one policy recommendation, and this undoubtedly offended a lot of countries, was the sudden revelation that we have restored the sales of significant arms to Saudi Arabia, which will undoubtedly be used in Yemen, uh, whose population has been decimated by the civil conflict. Now, if Canada were to take a principled international position and say, we're worried about the arms race, we're worried about giving military equipment to countries that abuse it, and, and make it a principled position, those are the kinds of things which will restore Canada's credibility. So that was a bit of a tactical error, as it were, not to cancel that contract with General Dynamics? Oh, God, yes, even though it would have cost jobs and, and would have cost us a lot of money to cancel the contract. But there are some things you have to do in principle. I mean, you can't be send, selling billions of dollars worth of armaments to Saudi Arabia, a country whose uh, violation of human rights is, uh, is singular in this world. It's just awful and uses those arms to oppress populations. It's just nuts. Joined by Stephen Lewis, former Canadian ambassador to the UN. We're discussing Canada's bid, which was a failed one, to get onto the United Nations Security Council yesterday. And this, uh, Mr. Lewis, it was a high-profile bid. I mean, the Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, he made no secret that he wanted this pretty much since day one that his government came to power. Some are spinning this as a personal embarrassment or a rebuke to the Prime Minister. Is it? I guess that's that's a fair interpretation. It is a rebuke to the Prime Minister. You know, Jeff, I've never fully understood. I listened to the Foreign Minister yesterday after Canada lost. He was trying to explain it. I've never fully understood it. He said with some passion that the Prime Minister had phoned 40 or 50 heads of state in the last few weeks. Okay, but we've been talking about this for nearly five years. I mean, you don't just jump into the fray in the last few weeks, and particularly when it's limited by the virtual transactions which we're now engaged in. Uh, I, I, I don't understand what took Canada so long to establish its credentials and why it seemed to approach it in such a, a casual way. One of the things that startled me, I will admit, is that Stephen Harper, 10 years ago, when he was prime minister and we were running for the Security Council, Stephen Harper got more votes in the first round than Justin Trudeau did. Stephen Harper got 114 countries' support, and we got 108. Uh, and yet Harper's bid was supposed to be the bid of a reactionary right-wing state, and our bid just yesterday was supposed to be the bid of a progressive uh, liberal state. And yet somewhere, Justin Trudeau's image, the rhetoric he uses, seemed to be flimsy and insubstantial. It was rhetoric without content. And therefore, I think it is a certain personal rebuke. Okay, you mentioned uh, Harper, whether it's Harper or Trudeau, it's been a couple of bids over number, numerous uh, years for this seat. Is Canada's voice seen as less significant in the world because of this, do you think, Mr. Lewis, or is that giving perhaps the UN and the Security Council maybe a little too much weight? 
No, I think Canada's international profile has been diminished. I think that in the in the crazy club. Byzantine Club, Jeff. You, you, you can't believe it until you've been there to realize how bizarre is the functioning of the UN. But in that <laughs> sort of club of multilateral institutions, the UN being the premier institutions, there's no question that uh, Canada's influence and Canada's authority will have been diminished by this loss. Now, fortunately, funny way of putting it, maybe, fortunately, we lost to Norway and Ireland. Norway is an exemplary country. Everybody loves Norway. And Ireland had some strong things going for it. So it isn't as though we were defeated as last time by a little country like Portugal, which didn't have much going for it. That was really embarrassing. There's not as much embarrassment to lose to two excellent nation states who have high reputations. But I, I don't doubt that people will think, hey, Canada, uh, this is twice in a row. You haven't been on in 20 years. You used to be regularly uh, nominated and elected every 10 years for the first 50 years of the United Nations. You're just not as impressive as you used to be. What's the old saying? A third time's a charm? I guess we'll find out. <laughs> well, we'll Mr. Lewis? Prime Minister, when that comes along. All right. Appreciate the time. Thank you so much for sharing your perspective and your time with us this afternoon. Thank you, Jeff. Take care. Be well. There's Stephen Lewis, former Canadian ambassador to the U.N.